Let us help you reach your peak in retirement. It's time for Your Retirement Elevated. Great podcast on the way today. This is Your Retirement Elevated with Scott Dugan. I'm Walter Storholt. Scott's the man we turn to for guidance and advice here on the program each and every time. He's the co-founder and managing partner of Elevated Retirement Group, serving clients all across the country based out of the Kansas City metro area. We're online at listentoscott.com. If you're new to the podcast, you should know that Scott has about 18 years of experience in the financial planning world. He teaches educational classes all throughout the Kansas City area, and uh, his concepts on financial planning are taught by other advisors all across the country in over 70 cities, which is pretty cool. So Scott not only educates us here on the program, but other advisors across the country as well. You can reach us at any time by calling 913-393-4724. Okay, Scott, all that boring stuff is out of the way. We're ready for a good show today. How set are you? I am ready for this one. This is one of my favorite topics. Uh, we, we talk about this at our public events, uh, but we're going to go over the concept of understanding market corrections because obviously we've had volatility and we want to discuss the realities, the myths and misconceptions of those and make sure you f- focus in on the fundamentals. Well, that's a great point. Also, you should know that Scott is volatile himself on today's program. He did inform me before we started the show. I don't know if he wanted me to share it on the air, but I'm going to, that he had two shots of espresso before the program today. So he really is hyped up and ready to go. So I'm, I'm excited for this, Scott. Should be a lot of fun. I'm actually hovering above the floor right now. <laughs> Uh, just a slight bit of levitation in today's yes, program. Yes. It's radio. We can get away with claims like that, can't we? Absolutely. There you go. Well, you know, like the weather, I think this is a good comparison, the stock market experiences highs and lows. We've got sunny days as well as, you know, more gloomy days that we have to deal with. And the other thing is, you know, weather casters, they just haven't quite gotten the forecasting Thing nailed down yet. Sometimes it's right. Sometimes they change it at any given time to fit what the weather's just about to do rather than being right seven days out. But even when storms uh, seem to be unceasing and we get those periods where you just catch storm after storm, we can still usually count on brighter days ahead. And that's why it's important to keep market corrections in perspective. I think it's a great comparison between weather, and I'm a weather nerd, so I love the comparison here, and the market. We've got to keep these things in perspective. So let's first define what we're talking about here, Scott. A market correction, a little bit of a financial buzzword, I guess, there. So put some perspective for us into that definition. Sure. So a market correction is a decline of at least 10% of a stock, bond, commodity, or market index from its highest recent point. And so market corrections are generally temporary and typically end when the price of a stock or bond bottoms out and investors start buying again. And I think the big thing to take away is that market corrections are different than bear markets. And we're going to talk about the difference between corrections, bear markets, pullbacks a little bit later in our podcast today. But yeah, that's what it is. It's a 10%, at least a 10% pullback in the price. Okay, so 10% pullback in the price, but not the same as a bear market. And is that just something that is, is we're talking kind of long-term versus short-term between the two there? Correct. So corrections are normal. And so we get, you know, pullbacks. Why they felt 
so different, I believe, you know, through 2018, potentially into 2019, is that 2017 was a very, had a lack of volatility. I think there's only only four trading days that were negative in 2017. Is that right? Uh, wow. Yeah. yeah. I, I had no so idea. So very, very unusual. So it kind of lulled people to sleep. 2018 was a little more spicy, a little more up and down, <laughs> but they were all within normal levels. And so to give you a kind of a viewpoint and i think a lot of this the market we call it media magnification the media is taking every possibility Mm -hmm. to remind us that the sky is falling which really it's not so if you look at the past 39 years the fact that the average drop in value within a year was been a a negative 13.8 percent okay so almost every year average the market drops about 13%. But out of that, over 29 years out of that, 39 were positive. Interesting. So even in good positive years, there were still these major corrections at some point during the year? Correct. Okay. And if you look at going back to 1980, we've only had seven years that ended in a negative term. Wow. Okay. And so just like what we've experienced since 2009 it hasn't been a straight up you know market you know the same return year after year it's been variable the market goes up and down so i think what we've been seeing from a correction standpoint that you know 10% that is normal and to be expected in healthy markets so what triggers these things if they're normal yet still somewhat hard to predict. Why can't we really identify some of these triggers? I guess we're just analyzing them after the fact. That's true. And so some of these could be profit selling. You know, investors choose to sell their stocks in order to realize the profits. And that's kind of what happened after 2017. There could be technical analysis playing into this. Some of the volatility we've had in 2018 was computer triggered. You know, we hit certain volatility levels, computer algorithms kicked in and program selling happened, and it's kind of a snowball effect. And so when you see those mid to late day sell-offs and they're sharp, that's usually computer generated. Corporate earnings, you know, sometimes if we had less than spectacular corporate earnings, that can play into it. And, you know, the big one is just fear, you know, people acting on emotion, and you know making knee-jerk reactions and that can be a part of what the media kind of flames is you know the sky is falling and we need to we need to buy gold bullion Mm. you know and so those are really the four things profit selling technical analysis corporate earnings and then fear is the big one yeah which is the bigger motivating factor fear or optimism probably fear right it can be and so you know warren buffett has a great saying he said when everyone is being greedy because you need to be cautious when everyone else is cautious you should be greedy mm. and what you don't want to do is you know buy high and sell low but a lot of that happens and that's why most investors kind of left to their own devices underperform the markets and don't realize that you know, good of a return, especially in those accumulation years. So we need to overcome the fear and embrace the reality of the situation and be able to to move forward and be confident with our, our investment discipline. So it's one thing, Scott, to talk about these things on sort of a macro large picture, right, of 
you know, markets are correcting, the S&P is up such and such, the NASDAQ did this, you know, the Dow is, you know, moving in this direction. But that can be really hard to kind of boil down to an individual level. So if I'm a individual investor and I ask you, you know, what does a market correction mean for, for me, for my investments? Mm-hmm. How does it impact me personally? How do you answer a question like that? Well, and I think it all comes down to having a good plan in place because if you've got a good asset allocation, which means asset allocation is having multiple baskets. Diversification is the eggs inside of the baskets. And so we believe in multiple baskets, multiple eggs, and a lot of people watching those eggs. And so when we're doing income planning, where a lot of people get unnerved is the idea that they've left their job, they're no longer making a salary, and now they're living off of their savings. And the idea when the market is declining, and if they're taking a bunch of risk, and they need income, they're, they're selling off depreciated assets. So they're having to sell more and more shares to supply their income. But in a well thought out financial plan, we should have enough money set aside in very conservative, low risk or guaranteed instruments to be able to weather a good storm, be able to give you a year, two years, three years worth of income on a predictable, sustainable path. But we also need money that's more midterm and long-term. And so if you think about just three buckets, one large bucket is the core. That's the money you need for the short-term and long-term to supply your income needs. And you've got a bucket next to that's a little bit smaller. That's the medium term. And then a third bucket is even smaller. That's the long-term money. So when the markets really gyrate, well, you're going to feel it in the bucket number two and number three. Those are more market-based, more volatile. But in that core bucket, we're not going to move as much as the market does. So for a lot of people, knowing they've got a good, predictable place to take money from in down years, that gives people a lot of confidence and lets them sleep well at night. I bet a lot of people are probably asking, how long is it going to take me to recover? Okay, market just went down 10, 11, 12%. How long before we get back to, you know, break even or beyond? But that may be the wrong question to ask if you have the properly structured plan, it sounds like. Absolutely, because we have made concessions from the beginning that the plan is not just predicated on the market being cooperative. And I'll tell you, most of the investment plans that I see when people come in, it's all predicated on the market doing well year after year after year. And I believe as a planner and as a fiduciary, we need to build plans that are going to work in up years. We're going to have to build plans that work in volatile sideways markets. And we have to build plans that work in down years okay, and downward markets. And so that's what we strive to do is to make sure we have options in different market cycles to continue to deliver predictable, dependable income. Well, Scott, as we kind of look at some of these things, we have a market correction. We may be having one as someone's listening to this show or one may be on the horizon because we've had so much volatility lately. What are some tips that somebody can follow to do while the market correction is happening? Maybe not so much, you know, we're talking about sell this stock and and, and do this to this stock, but just sort of maybe even some emotional things we can kind of keep in mind as we're going through this. Because I know it can be an emotional time for a lot of folks when you start having things go crazy and the media starts, you know, ramping things up. You talked about the fear element. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's hard to keep our emotions in check. What are some tips we can follow? So 
first and foremost, I think we all need to be patient. And it's very natural to be concerned about, you know, market declines, how they might affect your current investments. But you don't want to make any knee-jerk reactions. Stay the course. I know that sounds cheesy, but if you've got a well-thought-out plan, market volatility is going to be a part of that. You know, so be patient. Don't overthink it. You know, don't try to read too much into it. I mean, really, that comes to fight your instincts because, you know, we're thinking, well, we should get out now and then we'll get in later when it comes back. And so that's market timing. And that has been proven over and over not to work. And so when you market time, you got to be right twice. You got to know when to get out and when to get back in. And no one's ever proved they could do that on a consistent basis. And then say, stay diversified. And the big thing is work with a financial advisor or planner to help you assess and reassess your situation. And our clients pay us a fee and they pay us a fee to build their financial plan, which is their income plan, their tax reduction plan, their healthcare and long-term care strategies and make sure their estate planning documents are coordinated with their investment plan. And ultimately, we're big mistake insurance because we are there to interpret what's going on, give you data behind the rationale of why it's happening, and give you a course of action to take or to not take. That's what we are here for, is to make sure that people aren't making bad decisions they may regret later on in life. You know, so those are just some of the biggies that I would say. And then the, the big one is understanding the differences between market downturns. I think that's a big misconception. I think maybe what, as we wind it up for today, maybe we can go over those differences of what types of market downturns are there and what to expect. Yeah, I think that would be great. So, yeah, what are the differences between those those big ones, the different terms that we should be aware of here? Because these get used in the media, too. They do. And so there's three types of downturns you want to remember. The first one is pullback. The second one is a correction. And a third is a bear market. Those were all starting to sound like different dance moves. You know. <laughs> yes, they are. Do, do the pullback and the correction. correction. I don't know about the bear market, though. That'd be a, that'd be a different one. That, that's a little strange, but we'll go with it. <laughs> so a pullback, so the percentage of decline from the recent market high, that's going to be in the 5 to 9% range would be a pullback. So if you see the market, you know, 5 to 9%, that's normal. And it's pretty common and when we do see corrections right now or pullbacks right now excuse me they're two or three percent in one day but then they're back up within a few days a correction that is in the 10 percent to 19 percent decline okay so a little more severe a bear market that's a 20 percent or more decline in value now we haven't had a bear market in quite a while we've operated in the pullback and the correction world for quite a long time. So if someone asks me, are we going to have a pullback correction or bear market in the future? I'm going to answer with 100% certainty that the answer is yes. We're going to have one or all of those at some point. I just don't know when that's going to be. So that's why we have to have a solid plan and an investment discipline or retirement discipline that we talk about how do you think we're going to react if this happens? And it's about being prepared. 
and I can't remember which fighter that it was. He said, you know, everybody has a plane until they get punched in the face. That's right. Yeah. I forget who yeah. that was. That Ali or somebody. I think it was Ali. Yeah, everybody's prepared until they get punched in the face, and so we spend a lot of time educating our clients okay. about. Oh, it was Mike 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 Tyson. Mike Tyson. Okay, yeah. Mike Tyson. Last uh, at our halftime report, we handed out this white paper, this understanding market correction that said, "We're going to see this at some point." I just want us all to think about a what are the differences and how are we going to react. And so we're fortunate when we've had these market pullbacks as of late, we don't get a lot of calls, but our clients are getting a lot of information from us real time that are explaining what's going on with the markets and the economy and what are the economic indicators saying and is this a long-term projection? Is this going to keep happening or is this a short-term phenomenon? That's definitely a big part of what we do is to stay in front of things and make sure everybody makes decisions with a level head. Well, this is all such key, important, crucial information. And there's this cool resource that Scott and the team at Elevated Retirement Group have put together that covers a lot of the things that we've talked about on the podcast today. So if you want to understand market corrections a little bit more, you want a refresher and maybe to go in depth a little bit more on some of the things we've talked about today, Scott, you've put together this awesome um, you know, brochure, this information packet on understanding market corrections. I think this would be really helpful for folks who want to learn more about this. Absolutely. And I think anytime you obviously download this, you know, if you're not on our email list or mailing list, you know, jump on that. And if you have questions, about your current plan if you're not working with us or if you don't understand how much risk you're currently taking or what you may experience if we have another market correction i would say give us a call and we have the tools to analyze your situation and give you a good idea of what range that you're operating in and really give you a better understanding of what's going on under the hood of your current plan you can download this PDF, Understanding Market Corrections, by going to the website, listentoscott.com. Uh, you might have even been there listening to today's episode on the webpage. You should be able to see a link to download this PDF on today's episode. This is episode, in case you're looking for it, you're listening on iTunes or Google Play or something like that. This is episode number 12. So you can go to the website, listentoscott.com, look for episode number 12, and we have this downloadable guide on that post for you on that episode. So go check that out where you can download it. And as always, you can call Scott with your questions, maybe about your financial situation. 913-393-4724 is the number. That's 913-393-4724. Talk to him about your situation, how you can understand market corrections and other financial concepts and information a little bit better so that you can have the best retirement possible. Scott, appreciate the help on today's show. Thanks so much. And we'll talk to you again next time. Looking forward to it. Take care. Lots of fun. That's Scott Dugan. I'm Walter Storholt. We'll talk to you next time on Your Retirement Elevated. Investment advisory services offered through Elevated Capital Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor.